0: Thank you for listening to the Martinis and the Macabre podcast. This show contains graphic content and explicit language and is intended for adults. Listener discretion is advised.
1: I uh <laughs> I sneezed today for real 10 times in a row. What? Yeah, and they were rough ones too. Cuz you know me, I don't do the whole uh huh, No, like it comes out, mm-hmm. you know. And I had 10 of them in a row today at work. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you know that when you sneeze For that one instant, your bodily functions stop. Every body function you have stops. That's why you can't piss and sneeze at the same time. You can't do it. It, Everything stops. Hmm. Yeah. So, if you take all the times I sneezed, I died today. (laughs) (laughs) And I came back.
0: Hey, glad to have you with (laughs) us.
1: It pushed out such a violent fart.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs)
1: You know, we're all adults here. You ever had? Really? Are we? You ever? <laughs> you ever had the where your booty itches, and you let out a good fart, and it kind of scratches it? And it kinda,
0: I have not, but
1: there's somebody out there listening that has.
0: I'm sure there probably is. I personally have not.
1: I've farted, I've farted so violently that it scratched the itch and produced a new one, <laughs> like deeper inside. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I
1: didn't know what year it was for a second. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was fucked up. I came back and I saw flashes of light everywhere. I thought I had superpowers, like flatliners. I came back and oh I, <laughs> I saw ghosts and shit.
0: I personally think maybe you should just take some allergy medicine oh, in the morning.
1: God, that was a good. So you don't head, die. That was a good. Now I just have this like throbbing fucking headache because I died today. <laughs> Oh, heads up, guys! If you die and come back, you come back with a big headache.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just take oh, your word for it. God, we have some ibuprofen uh, it's right all on the, the table. Way.
1: What, right there? Yeah. Those are Flintstones vitamins.
0: No, there's <laughs> ibuprofen over there too.
1: I want the Flintstones vitamins more.
0: Those aren't Flintstones. Oh, those are SpongeBob.
1: Oh, I should have.
0: That makes it better, right? Sh- yeah. They're gummy.
1: Everything's okay now.
0: Thank I God. I personally like Flintstones, but I'll roll with gummy, too.
1: Oh, I'm still, like, recuperating from my sneezes earlier. I had, like, a customer came. It was like, are you okay? Like you've been crying. I was like, I think I was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you recuperate for a second, and I'll introduce the show. <sighs> Welcome, everyone, to Martinis and the Macabre, the podcast where we drunkenly discuss Morbid murders, mysteries, and mayhem. I'm Erica, your host this evening, joined by my recently risen from the dead husband, Billy.
1: We walk among you. (laughs) I'm one of the fast zombies. I'm all fast, moving, hooting, (laughs) tooting.
0: I swear to God, if I wake up tonight and you're like chewing on my arm or something, we're going to have some harsh (laughs) words.
1: If you hear me sneeze 11 times, bitch, run. Oh. oh, the computer is angry. And we're joined by the computer. Hi, Windows.
0: <laughs> no threats were found. Hey, except for my
1: husband. Oh, everything I just said, if it grossed you out, just drop the podcast because what we're going to talk about today is going to be just the worst, worst. Yeah. This is the cleanest thing I've said.
0: This is a doozy. And for us to say that, you know, it's probably going to be kind of bad.
1: I'm going to go ahead and get a couple shout outs just done now. Okay. Um, so dig in. Um, and that's why we drink podcast. We've mentioned them before. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty great. And the, the, some of the, some of the stories they tell actually do like, I don't know if I told you, but they actually do creep me out. Oh really? Yeah. Like, like I'll be like at work in the warehouse. I'm like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'll go up front. <laughs> Yeah, I I love what they do. They're great, and mm-hmm. uh, according, I mean, and referring or you know, coming back to what they were talking about on Twitter today, we'd love to have a martini with you guys, and um, sipping sisters podcast is uh, they're 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 great, and they uh, they're going over they're doing like a they're doing like a mini series right now over um thirteen reasons. Mm-hmm. See, this is the thing. Like, I'm really involved with their. Podcast, you know I, I love their podcasts i've listened to every episode but like they're they're going over this tv series and i don't want to miss anything but at the same time i haven't watched the show yet i kind of need to watch the show i'm not saying i, I need to stop listening to the sipping sisters doing this but i kind of feel like i should probably watch the show i should probably binge so you're
0: kind of like in the know with what they're talking about
1: i'm i i kind of know what they're talking about and relating and they're and, and they explain it really well and everything but i'm like wow i wish i had something to refer to in my brain like, I should probably binge it this weekend. Yeah. And then that way, when their next one comes out, they like, okay, now I'm, now I'm with you.
0: Well, you don't have to worry about me arguing about the TV because I'm working two twelves back-to-back, so. Yay.
1: And um, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean to say? Yay,
0: you're going to be gone. I'll
1: make some calls. I'll get you out of it. What do you mean to do? <laughs> um. Another thing with the, with the Sydney Sisters podcast, I know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, one of you guys is a teacher or was a teacher or something, um, um, so i heard from parents on like Facebook, they don't like post on my shit, but they just, you know, they put out it in general, they're like, whatever you do, if you have kids, don't let them watch 13 Reasons. Why? Why is that a problem? Do
0: they think it's gonna
1: instigate it's
0: a, copycats I or? I don't
1: know. I mean, like teens can com- commit suicide all the time. I mean, they're teens. It's like. So
0: if we don't talk about it, it'll go away.
1: Yeah, Kind of like with the whole <laughs> gun control thing. Take them away. We'll be fine. But like. It's just a TV show first it's just a TV show and second it's dealing with something that's relevant. this is something that does happen and there's nothing wrong with addressing that so yeah so there you go. Oh and um, Ravenswoods Infandel sucks uh, and if you guys if, 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 if uh, I believe it's the, the the youngest if you like the Cabernet try um, there's one called Freak show. And it's really, it's a good-bodied Cabernet, and it's higher in alcohol content than I thought it would be. So, we're having, like, a little conversation (laughs) nobody else is privy to, except us. All right, good talk.
0: (laughs) You may just tweet that to them before this actually comes out and they can hear it. Yeah.
1: Well, I I, I tweeted out that I'm going to mention, i was like, I I do that, I'm like, oh, we're going to give you a shout-out tonight, you know, and whatever, and we do it.
0: Yay!
1: Yay!
0: Now on to bad stuff.
1: Oh, and, la- and last ovation, you guys are awesome. And Film Rush, you guys are awesome. Okay, now we're going to talk about the worst things in the fucking world. Yeah. Oh, and you guys mentioned that uh, David Fincher might be directing World War Z Part Two, which I think is probably a great idea to bring some darkness into the whole story. But did you guys know Mel Brooks' kid wrote the book? Mel Brooks. Really? His kid wrote it. Huh. And his kid is like really good friends with Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's how I found out he was on Neil, T- Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast. Oh, like Mel Brooks's kid wrote that. Yeah, that's an amazing book. So, okay,
0: there it was. That I have to say it or I'll forget. He just vomits
1: out of my head. Just bleh.
0: All right, so like I said, this is probably gonna be a pretty disturbing one. Hopefully, if you listen to us, you can handle. Some pretty graphic stuff, but just a disclaimer, this one is a little more edgy than some of the other ones yeah. we've
1: covered. And like like Erica said, I mean, you said it great, coming from us, if we say it's bad, then it's probably bad. <laughs> so if you want to opt out, this is your chance.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a, We won't judge you. Yeah.
1: We won't judge you for it.
0: But if you want to hear about some really horrible shit, stay.
1: Listen. We should probably like every 10 minutes stop and then let just play the palate cleanser <laughs> and then we just fire back up again.
0: <laughs> and every time we do, just imagine little kitties.
1: Yay. Baby
0: birds. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Or unit 731. Ugh. <laughs> so some people know about unit 731 and some have no clue. And a lot of
1: Japanese people have no yeah. idea. And
0: right now we do not have any Japanese subscribers or downloads in Japan. But, you know, maybe sometime in the future if we get some they come back and listen to this, this may be a shock to you guys too. But I also want to apologize in advance for any mispronunciations. You
1: said Unit 731 just fine.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't want to mispronounce anything and have people be mad and go on. it's said like this. Well, I'm not Asian. Don't know Japanese. I I'm sorry. You're so, forgiven. Okay, so Unit 731 was a covert biological and chemical warfare research and development unit of the Imperial Japanese Army during the Second Sino-Japanese War of World War II from 1937 to 1945. They performed grotesque and inhumane experiments on thousands of victims and are responsible for some of the most notorious war crimes by Japan, but in my opinion, probably ever. I know people tend to automatically think Nazis, they were the worst. Yeah, they did some horrible shit. But
1: yeah, we're not trying to take anything off of the Nazis. They were awful. They were a lot
0: more people got killed, and it was for no reason other than some guy was an asshole. This is some
1: twisted shit. (laughs) This is shit you would find in 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 like a cheesy '80s horror movie.
0: This reminds me of almost like Hostel. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yep. So Unit 731 was originally set up under the Kempeitai Military Police of the Empire of Japan, but was taken over and commanded until the end of the war by Shiro Ishii, an officer of the Kwangtung Army. It was officially known as the, quote, Epidemic Prevention and Water Purification Department of the Kwangtung Army.
1: That's quite a title.
0: Which basically was just a big fucking cover-up for what they were doing. Fac- kind of
1: like in The Sopranos, the mob ran a waste management company.
0: The facility was built between 1934 and 1939 and didn't adopt the name Unit 731 until 1941. It was based in the Penfeng District of Harbin, which is now in northeast China. So this didn't actually happen in Japan. It happened in China by Japanese.
1: Yeah, it was like a campaign.
0: Veterans of Unit 731 state that most victims were Chinese, Korean, and Mongolians, but there were also Russians, Southeast Asians, Pacific Islanders, and Allied POWs. And a guy named Steve. And a guy named Steve. And most of the POWs were American and probably named
1: Steve. Oh, hey.
0: (laughs) The unit received generous support from the Japanese government... Up to the end of the war in 1945. So this wasn't just like some rogue attachment that did some shit. This was funded generously by Japanese government.
1: Kind of weird they're covert, but you know.
0: Yeah. Some historians... Well, I guess
1: they kind of are because you go to... if you, I mean, seriously, if you go to a Japanese person now and say, do you know about Unit 731? They'd be like, no. No idea what you're talking about. Which mm-hmm. made me think earlier today... What do you th- I mean this sounds very un-American but I mean what do you think we've done that we don't know about that other countries are like you know did we have a Unit 731
0: well we may cover some stuff more in depth in the future that our government is guilty of but we'll get to some more involving our own government near the end of this one as well
1: yeah we're not perfect
0: <laughs> some historians estimate that up to 250,000 men, women, and children were subjected to experiments by the unit at the base camp in Penfang alone, which does not even include the victims from other sites, such as Unit 100, which we will touch on later. This is the very graphic part of the episode.
1: Oh, before we get into that... You Kind of just remind me of something how I have like a unit 100 and a unit 731.
0: There are multiple different units, yes.
1: Yeah. It kind of reminded me of something that I saw. This isn't, I'm not giving up any sense of information. This was on like Discovery Channel, but uh, I saw like this documentary on special forces, and then you have um, the first one was like the seventh special forces group or fifth or what I think it was like seventh or ninth or whatever. No, I think it was like 10th special forces, whatever it was. It was the very first one. It was a trick in the Cold War. It was the very first U.S. Army Special Forces unit, but they gave it like the number 10 to make the enemy think that we had nine more Mm -hmm. before we just had the one. Yeah,
0: I remember you telling me that. Yeah, it was
1: kind of neat. These fuckers actually did it, though.
0: (laughs) This is where we're going to cover the experiments and the atrocities that were actually committed during the war. (laughs) And...
1: We're gonna get all sciencey,
0: and there are numerous ones. So, wow,
1: Bill, nigh the fuck out of this.
0: If you have a queasy stomach, you might jump ahead. If we're still talking about horrible things, skip ahead
1: a little farther. Yeah, you should play. You should play the palate cleanser underneath us describing <laughs> this.
0: I don't know. We'll have to see how that works out. The first um, type of experimentation we're going to cover was called vivisection. Vivisection is surgery conducted for experimental purposes on a living organism, typically animals with a central nervous system, to view the living internal structure. Now this is typically done to like rats or frogs, but Not at Unit 731.
1: Is this like in the movie The Cell? When that thing came down on the horse? Kind of. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Damn, I'm good.
0: Thousands of men, women, children, and infants interred at prisoner camps were subjected to this. Often without any anesthesia. Usually ending with the death of the victim.
1: If they're lucky, I would pray for death.
0: Many times this was done on prisoners after infecting them with various diseases. So the invasive surgeries done on prisoners included removing organs to study the effects of disease on the human body. And these were done while they were alive because it was feared that decomposition would affect the results. So limbs were amputated to study blood loss, but those limbs were sometimes reattached To the other side of the body.
1: (laughs) You'd have to be really bored at your job to just fuck around and be like, well, let's let's do that. Let's make a cabbage patch, kid.
0: Yeah. Some of the limbs were frozen and amputated. Or limbs were frozen and thawed to study the effects of untreated rotting or gangrene. So they basically just froze the shit out of their extremities and let them rot off. Ugh. Stomachs were removed and the esophagus was reattached to the intestines. Parts of the brain, lungs, liver, basically any other organ you can think of, were removed to study the effects of their removal from the body.
1: Hey you listening, how's that Hot Pocket? You know one of them has to be eating a Hot Pocket right now. (laughs) Statistically there has to be one.
0: That little piece of pepperoni, just pretend that's someone's brain.
1: Don't sit it down, pick it back up. Pick it back up. You made a commitment to eat that.
0: You're awful. Japanese Army Surgeon Ken Yosa claims the vivisections were mostly done on Chinese prisoners and that the practice was widespread, even outside of Unit 731. He estimated that at least 1,000 personnel were involved. Another type of testing done was germ warfare attacks. Prisoners were injected with diseases disguised as vaccinations. To study untreated venereal diseases, prisoners were injected with syphilis or gonorrhea. They would just tell them, hey, it's a new vaccination for something. (laughs) And slip them the fucking STD.
1: Is that why parents nowadays don't vaccinate their kids? (laughs) Guys, they don't do this no more. Oh, I'm sorry. I just read something today. Speaking of which, measles is coming back. Bad. Okay. Because nobody vaccinates their fucking kids anymore. Like it's spreading. Go Mm. ahead. We're going to die. This is what's going to do it.
0: Plague fleas, infected clothing, and infected supplies were dropped on various targets. The resulting cholera, anthrax, and plagues were estimated to have killed possibly over 400,000 Chinese civilians. Unit 731 and its affiliated units 100 and 1644 were among others, were all involved in research, development, and experimental deployment of epidemic-creating biowarfare weapons in assaults against the Chinese.
1: You know, that could have really gotten out of hand. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, China and Japan, they're two separate countries, clearly, and Japan is just a big-ass island, but in scopes of a globe, Japan's not that far from fucking China. It... They could have easily wiped themselves out. They could have wiped out the whole, like, world.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And the next one. Frostbite testing. Didn't I say that just
1: so happily? Human (laughs) sickles.
0: Subjects were taken outside and had various appendages dipped into water, allowing the limb to freeze. Once frozen, the ice was chipped away in the area doused in water. They could tell the limb was frozen when, quote, after the frozen arms, when struck with a short stick, emitted a sound resembling that which a board gives when it is struck. Wow. End
1: quote. That's frozen.
0: <laughs> According to physiologist Yoshimira Hisato, those were his words.
1: <laughs> I'll believe him.
0: The effects of different water temperatures were tested by bludgeoning the victim's limb, to determine if any areas were still frozen, not just poking it and going, "Hey, can you feel that?" No, they fucking beat it with a stick.
1: I wonder just to get out of it if the if their prisoner was just like they go to hit it with a stick. And their prisoner's like, "Donk!" Like out the corner of their mouth, so they they're like it's frozen. Don't hit it no more. Donk, 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 donk. See, see, <laughs> like. Ah, uh, look at the Joker over here, make sounds sound <laughs> in his mouth. Dip him again.
0: No! <laughs> we're oh. going to hell. Oh, yeah, especially for these next two. Syphilis. Syphilis. Yuck. Forced sex acts between infected and non-infected prisoners were ordered by doctors to transmit the disease. Once infected, they were vivisected at different stages of the infection so doctors could see the disease progression. And they did this by rape and also forced pregnancy. Females were forced into pregnancy for use in experiments. The stated reason for this torture was the hypothetical possibility of disease transmission from mother to fetus or to child. Fetal survival and damage to the mother's reproductive organs were objects of interest.
1: I'm shifting. Jesus. Oh, i bitches. Okay. Erica, go.
0: <laughs> Where was I?
1: Okay. Uh, babies. Dead.
0: Reportedly, quote, A large number of babies were born in captivity, end quote, though there has been no account of any survivors of unit 731 including children so next one is Ugh. weapon testing and not like here try out our new gun no 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 that would have been
1: fun human... kind of like kind of like hey here's his new vaccine
0: <laughs> yeah th- this one human targets were used to test Grenades positioned at various distances and in different positions. Flamethrowers were tested on human subjects. Victims were tied to stakes and used as targets to test germ-releasing bombs, chemical weapons, and explosive bombs. They were just like, hey, this guy can be a target. This kid can be a target. Let's test it on them. (sighs) Other experiments, you know, because the others weren't enough, Victims were deprived of food and water to starve. They were placed into high-pressure chambers until dead, or put into centrifuges and spun to death. Kind of sounds like fun.
1: Sounds like the, um, what is it? What? What is it at the fair?
0: Gravitron.
1: The Gravitron. But can you imagine
0: doing that until you died?
1: Okay, but here's the thing. Actually, I think that's probably like the most peaceful one.
0: I suppose because all
1: your blood is being pushed. I think you just pass out and then you asphyxiate esphy- and die. But you know, right before you pass out, you had to be having time of your fucking life. Like, whoa, look, I'm standing up. Whoa, <laughs> why is there Def Leppard playing? It's the <laughs> '40s. <laughs> oh my god. Why winger? She's only 17. Shut up. 17. I'm trying to make light of this. This is a a terrible thing.
0: Yeah. But Winger wasn't around in the 40s.
1: You don't know that to a certainty.
0: Winger didn't save anybody. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's the most depressing part of this episode. Some people were injected with animal blood or seawater just to see what would happen. Just over a bet. Or exposed to lethal doses of x-rays. They were subjected to various chemical weapons inside of gas chambers and some were burned or buried alive because why not? What are you going
1: to do with the rest of them? You got to do something.
0: Yeah. Biological warfare tests were also done on prisoners with the bubonic plague, cholera, smallpox, and botulism, among other diseases. This research led to the development of bombs used to spread plagues. The bombs enabled Japanese soldiers to launch biological attacks that infected agriculture, reservoirs, wells, and other areas with harmful or deadly pathogens. During experiments, researchers would dress in protective suits and just walk up and examine the dying victims while they lay there out in the field, dying and such. Infected food and clothing were dropped via airplane into areas of China that was not occupied by Japanese forces. Poison food and candies were given out to unsuspecting victims, and the results were then examined. An international symposium on the crimes of bacteriological warfare was held in 2002 in Changde, China, a site of a previous flea spraying attack. It's estimated that at least 580,000 people died as a result. 1,700 Japanese in Qiang were also killed. By their own biological weapons while trying to unleash one of the biological agents. So just like you were saying, they could have almost wiped themselves out. Yeah. They killed 1,700 of their own.
1: Take a drink, honey. This is a bad episode. See what's crazy is we've been sitting on this episode for a long time and we're like, do we do it now? <laughs> what about this week? Do we do we, when do, do we it?
0: When do we do it? This one's bad.
1: <laughs> we do it on... Pretty much us about to peak at 10,000 downloads. <laughs> well, yeah, let's break this one out. Let's dust this one off.
0: Yep, we're, we're getting close. Uh, during all these forms of torture, test subjects were sometimes called logs. This term originated as it was a joke by the staff because the official cover story for the facility given to the local authorities was that it was a lumber mill.
1: Well, they kept a sense of humor about the whole fucking thing.
0: Yeah, sense of humor. Well, you know,
1: do the job you love. You won't work a day in your life, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. I don't know. The subjects were selected so that they would have a wide cross-section of the population. It included common criminals, captured bandits, and anti-Japanese partisans. Steve. Political prisoners, Steve. And also people rounded up for alleged, quote, Suspicious activity by the Kempe Thai military police.
1: They would have got my ass because I sneezed ten times in a fucking row today.
0: By the Kempe Thai military police. Kempe Thai. That it, sounds better, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. After ten sneezes, they would have Kempei tied me up. and. <laughs> <laughs> These included... And, and they did pull me away and am like, it's okay. I died. I seen the other side. It's okay. I know what's coming after.
0: These uh, people included the elderly... Pregnant women, and even infants. You know, being all infant-like, acting suspiciously.
1: God knows what a threat they are.
0: Yeah. They'll just run right up and get ya. Logs. Logs. Pregnant women and evil, suspicious infants. (sighs) They're shifty. That's all
1: I'm saying. They're shifty. So basically,
0: they did all of that shit to people day in and day out for years. To... Anyone that they could. Just to see what shit would happen to try and learn. Now, there were several complexes. The Unit 731 complex covered six square kilometers and consisted of over 150 buildings. 150 buildings doing all this shit. It held around 4,500 containers to be used to raise fleas, six cauldrons to produce various chemicals, and around 1800 containers to produce biological agents and approximately 30 kilograms of buponic plague could be produced in a few
1: days like i said a mat, like if, if if there was a spill or something
0: we are damn lucky that this shit was not released during yeah. world war 2 our history would be completely different yeah Uh, the related unit 8604 operated by the Japanese Southern China area army, that's a lot to say, Japanese Southern China area army in Guangzhou conducted human experiments involving food and water deprivation, as well as waterborne typhus. It also served as the main rat breeding farm for the medical units to provide them with the bubonic plague vectors for experiments. So, they even made their own rat mill to keep doing all this shit. I wonder if it's
1: Guangzhou.
0: Guangzhou? G U A N G Z
1: H O U. Guangzhou, I think. Guangzhou? Shu? We sound so. I don't
0: white. know. I already apologized. So- I'm sorry.
1: We, we sound so white. At least we know the truth. Yeah, at least and we we're, we're good enough to admit it. We don't we don't say things good.
0: <laughs> so, with the coming of the Red Army in August of 1945, the unit had to just suddenly abandon their work in haste. Researchers and their families fled from China where they were all stationed back to Japan. Shiroishi, the commander of the unit, ordered all members to quote, "Take the secret to the grave." He threatened to fine them if they failed and prohibited any of them from going into public work back in Japan. In the event that remaining personnel were captured, potassium cyanide capsules were issued for them to just take themselves out. Skeleton crews of Ishii's Japanese troops blew up the compound in the final days of the war to destroy evidence, but most structures survived somewhat intact due to their durability. But basically everything within them was destroyed. Instead of being tried for war crimes by the U.S., the quote-unquote researchers involved in Unit 731 were secretly given immunity Damn it! in exchange for data they gathered through the human experiments. The U.S. wanted to use the information and the experience gained in bioweapons to be co-opted into the U.S. Biological Warfare Program, as had happened with Nazi researchers in Operation Paperclip. And like I said before, that's a whole other podcast for a different day.
1: Yep. Put a pin in that. Put a paperclip in it! Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah!
0: But yes, our own government said, We will give you immunity if you tell us what you know. Yeah, that was horrible what you did back there, but what'd you learn from it?
1: Put the cyanide down. Put the cyanide down! <laughs>
0: On May 6, 1947, Douglas MacArthur, as Supreme Commander of the Allied Forces, wrote to Washington that, quote, additional data, possibly some statements from Ishii, probably can be obtained by informing Japanese involved that information will be retained in intelligence channels and will not be employed as war crimes evidence, end quote. Because of this, victims' accounts were then largely ignored or dismissed in the West as communist propaganda. Because our own government helped to cover it up.
1: Man, sometimes you just can't win. You know, everybody's like, this happened, you know, and our government's like, this sounds like a problem. It sounds like your problem. Burn.
0: And our government's like, we don't know what you're talking about.
1: Get him out of here. They <laughs>
0: completely refuse to admit that this happened.
1: I don't even think your name is Steve. <laughs>
0: But the Soviets had a different feeling about things. The Soviet Union pursued war crime cases and prosecuted twelve top military leaders and scientists from Unit seven hundred thirty one and its affiliated biological war prisons. In Unit sixteen forty four and one hundred in the Khabarovsk, Good say
1: it. got it, do it.
0: In the Kabarovsk war crime war crime trials. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You pronounce this shit.
1: No. You did good with the first word, but then you fucked up crime. You fucked up the easy one. You did the hard one. Because I'm under pressure now. In Unit 1644
0: and 100 in the Kabarovsk War Crime Trials. It was held in Kabarovsk in December 1949. And among those prosecuted for war crimes, including germ warfare was General Otozo Yamato, the commander-in-chief of the million-man Kwantung Army occupying Manchuria. So this was like the head honcho. The sentences given ranged from 2 to 25 years in a Siberian labor camp. The U.S., of course, refused to acknowledge the trials, branding them more communist propaganda. That's that red talk. But, 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 I have a fun fact. After World War II, the Soviet Union built a biological weapons facility using documentation captured from Unit 731. Well, how about that? So they wanted to save face and put all these people on trial, but then in the background they were like, Hey, let's take well, a gander you know, at this. It, we have it. Yeah, we have it. Let's let's build on this and just keep it hush-hush. You
1: know, somebody had to be like, if we don't use this information, then all those people died in vain. And they're like, you're right, you're getting promoted, Steve. And he was like, oh, thank you, back in my country they said I was stupid. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I just created a whole life. You, you
0: did. I, I feel bad for Steve now.
1: <laughs> Steve had it rough. He had it pretty bad.
0: He's been through a lot <laughs> in shit. just the last 40 minutes we've been talking. The
1: shit he's seen. God bless him.
0: Now, seems like, hey, everything's happy, it's all done and over with. But post war experiments continued by former members of Unit
1: 731. <laughs>
0: former members. <laughs> that that weird? Former members? <laughs> former members? <laughs> Shut up.
1: Sorry.
0: Former members of. Stop laughing! Post war experiments continued by former members of Unit 731.
1: She's drunk again.
0: And in 1952 a death at Nagoya City Pediatric Hospital was publicly tied to a former member. Yep. So even as late as 1952 they were still doing shit. Now,
1: and when you have a hobby, you just don't give up.
0: Now the Japanese government's response, you know, was basically like, "Hey, what response?" But they apologized repeatedly for the pre-war behavior. But they have not provided specific apologies regarding Unit 731 due to lack of testimonies and the U.S.'s immunity and denial. They can say, hey, the U.S. is saying this didn't happen. We don't have anybody alive to tell us that this happened. This didn't happen. Amazing.
1: Kind of like if a tree falls in the forest. Kind of. Damn, I'm smart.
0: So, this is why we said in the beginning, people from Japan probably don't even know about this. Um, it was very much pushed under the rug, kept quiet.
1: Yeah, it's not to say that, we, that we're that we saying Japanese people are ignorant or anything like that. It's just, this is something that they kept out of... That, actually, understandably, they kept out of some fucking history. But they, that and, shit's not really added in there. And
0: when it was put in stuff. It was very severely downplayed. It's, it was just a unit and it. it was a unit in the war and yada
1: yada yada. Yeah, doing the whole... They're a, group, they're a group of researchers and hey, war's, war's hell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Japanese history textbooks contain Unit 731 references, but they don't go into the actual detail of the allegations. The New History of Japan by Saburo Ionaga included a detailed description based on testimonies of officers. The Ministry for Education attempted to have this passage removed from the textbook before it could be taught in schools, stating that the testimonies were insufficient. (laughs) Your testimonies aren't good enough to let you put this in here. You know, about this hush-hush group that people have yeah. you know tried to hide for decades.
1: You don't have enough you don't have enough information on this group that we'll never acknowledge.
0: Yeah.
1: You can't win doing that. You know, it's like
0: Well, they didn't get very far because in 1997 the Supreme Court of Japan ruled it was sufficient and that the removal would be an illegal violation of freedom of speech. Everywhere that I've looked, it, I, I still say it's unknown to us anyway, to know if the books actually made it to circulation
1: or not. So we do not have a signed copy, that's for <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah, and I, I do know that many of the older generations in Japan do not know about it or, you know, what actually happened, but nobody it's not an official thing that's taught.
1: I wonder if like the whole unit seven thirty one thing in Japan is like if you mention it to somebody in Japan they're like It's like urban legend. Mm -hmm. I know a guy who's cousins with a guy whose grandfather was friends with a guy who was in it. Yeah. Type of thing. Uh,
0: In February of 2011, the Ministry of Health began to excavate the site of a medical school slash research facility belonging to Unit 731 in Tokyo that operated during World War II.
1: They all died of the bubonic plague.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this site... This tells you how far-stretching Unit 731 was. All those other places were in China. This one's actually in Japan and Tokyo. They all were in kind of the same... I don't know. How would you describe that? I
1: don't know. They're
0: they're all interconnected.
1: Interlocking. Sure. I don't do words. (laughs) Well... I died today. There's a lot on my mind right now. (laughs)
0: Well, China requested DNA samples of any humans that might have been found there. And the Japanese government rejected the request because they have never officially acknowledged the atrocities committed by Unit 731.
1: So if they never did anything wrong, what's the harm in doing a fucking DNA test?
0: Yeah, they basically said, fuck you, China. And fuck China over again. Yeah. And in October of 2003, a House of Representatives of Japan member filed an inquiry, and Japanese Prime Minister Junichiro Koizumi Good, right? You're good. Minister Junichiro Koizumi responded that the government did not possess any records related to Unit 731, but would definitely publicize any records located in the future
1: yeah get back with me i promise i'll fucking i'll have something for you
0: <laughs> all this shit that we said doesn't happen we're not gonna acknowledge this what
1: but if i find out it did you're gonna be the second to know tell you what
0: ta-da if you've listened this whole time good for you yay because that was some evil shit
1: also they had contests um so you could throw steve the farthest see how many Chinese enemy could be killed by katanas <laughs> uh, they kept the toll in local papers two officers in these units like two captains or whatever mm-hmm. they'd be like well, let's keep let's keep a running count of how many we can cut in half or cut the heads off or whatever and then did they
0: refer to them as logs
1: I can't remember but you can actually google that it has the headline it's all in ja- it's all Japanese but it's all there saying like, you know, this commander got this, this commander got this many today in combat. Wow. Yep.
0: Maybe it's a an era thing where people just like that back in the 40s.
1: Maybe it was like that back then because we didn't have a whole lot to do. We couldn't hashtag something, you know, like we.
0: So we just decided to experiment on and torture innocent human lives.
1: I think over years we just made ourselves more docile.
0: I don't know, but that's why I say they're kind of in the same bar as the Nazis. Yeah. Because of this shit. they but, The Nazis had Mangala and the Japanese had Shiroishi.
1: Yeah. You could look at it like, you know, Nazis had the SS and Japan had Unit 731.
0: Mm-hmm. Just completely horrible horrible things
1: it's not the same thing against japan now japan's awesome go to japan it's great
0: yay japan i like japan i always Mm -hmm. have
1: this is just every country has that thing that they've done that's really fucking awful even america We, we all have
0: yeah we let that all be covered up so we could learn their
1: secrets even i was talking about like slavery yeah we have every country's got something awful they fucking did and Oh, I have a public service announcement. I should have said it before the episode started. There's a website. Um, There are a lot of them. There's one I'm going to talk about. Uh, True Search. True People Search. Something like that. I saw it on Facebook. and It was like somebody was tagged in it or whatever. And it was like, go to this website. It's like True Search or True People Search or something like that. I'll leave it up to you guys to do it. And it said, delete everything on there. And I'm like, what the hell is this? So I clicked on it and you input a name, right? So I put in my name. Do you know what was there? What? My full name, my alias, your name, your parents' names, every, every friend I've had, their names, my every phone number I've had, every address I've been to, and every email address. Even Web TV I even has thought. that email address. So I deleted my shit quick. I looked up yours, too. Did you delete mine? No, but I will.
0: <laughs> you were like, fuck you. Dude, it has
1: your work email, where it's not like .com, it's like .cu, whatever the fuck. It's, it's got everything on there.
0: I don't even use my
1: work email. I uh-huh. know. So, after this, we're going to delete it.
0: Yeah. So don't try and search me.
1: I mean, I don't because have... Because my
0: loving husband's going to delete the shit this time. <laughs>
1: I was going to leave it up to you to do it because it's your name.
0: And When did you find out about this?
1: Uh, last week or so. oh so. Who else would look you up?
0: You didn't tell me
1: then? No, I was saving it for the next time I was on a podcast. I was just going to tell the world. <laughs> hey, gang.
0: Great. Now I get to go look this shit up
1: about myself. <sighs> I'll do it right now while you're doing your shout-outs.
0: Okay. Of course, as always have to give our end of the podcast shout outs to purpleplanet.com jewelbeat.com and pond5.com for music and sound effects you've heard this show we're gonna of course put another new song from phaser 765 at the end you can find him on soundcloud where he makes excellent music and he is also on youtube doing gameplay uh, and game reviews and his username on YouTube, you can still search the Phaser765, that's with a PH. but he also has a new name, Minimus Noah, M-I-N-I-M-U-S Noah. Awesome kid, very talented, we hope you are enjoying his music at the end. He actually just recently emailed me some new music and I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, so uh, after this one today, that will be the end of the ones that I already had stashed to the side, so... We'll both be surprised next time with some new music.
1: We were just at his concert today.
0: Yes! He is in band and plays the tuba. And uh, they had their year end bandorama at our local field house, and it was hot and miserable, but they all did really good. He looked very professional. It was good. Look. That's not my current address. No, but. How do you erase it?
1: Oh, it's uh, truepeoplesearch.com. Go to um, on the very bottom, privacy, and see. So you click here and then do what they say. Oh, I'll erase you.
0: Thanks. What a pal! All right, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Martinis and the macabre. You can follow us on Twitter at Martini underscore macabre. We have a lot of fun doing shout outs and interactions back and forth with a lot of other podcasts. Um, But you're more than welcome to join on and uh, contribute. We do a lot of our interactions also on Facebook. Instagram, not so much, but Facebook and Twitter, those are our two big ones. You're always welcome to send us an email as well. That's martinisinthemacabre at gmail.com. Any comments, questions, concerns, suggestions send them our way. We had somebody a few weeks ago send us one and something I'm probably going to look into. So let us know if there's anything you want us to cover. Visit our website, martinisandthemacab.com You can find our complete catalog of episodes as well as some pictures and biography on us if you just are curious
1: about things. Or just ask us.
0: Yeah, and be like, hey...
1: I wish they go to True people Service, but we, we, we fixed that shit.
0: Yeah. And people, obviously, are finding out who we are because I have people following me personally now. Cool. Filmrose Film Roast is following me personally. I love
1: Film Roast. They're, mm-hmm. they're awesome. Um.
0: So, yeah. Check us out there. Twitter and Facebook are the two main ones. We'd still love you to come visit the website just because.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because... You got to pay a year out like you don't do a monthly thing with that. So we had to pay for a full year. Mm -hmm. It'd be nice to see some fucking traffic on here.
0: I do try and keep it updated um, every time we put our new podcast in Uh, here soon when I have a good chunk of time to set aside. I'm actually going to go through and kind of redo the episodes page um, to match up. Hopefully get a, a player for each individual episode picture. So you won't have a list of episodes and then the pictures separate. So I'm going to try and reconfigure that shit but forgive me I'm not a, a website designer. I've never done one before and I did it all by myself so working right. through the kinks. <laughs> you think of anything else we need to add?
1: Um, Just check out Geeky Clothing. I lowered the prices of everything.
0: Yep. They are the official sponsor of Martini's and the Macabre and you can get uh, Martinis the Macabre shirts and mugs at Geeky Clothing. That's G-I-K-I clothing dot com.
1: And, um, they're actually good shirts.
0: They are. Very comfortable.
1: Yeah, I don't want you guys to think that, because I'm always trying to hustle Geeky Clothing, but I'll be honest with you. I don't want you guys to think, like, I have a screen press in my garage, because I don't even have a fucking garage. <laughs> so I don't make these, you know what I mean? Like, I do the designs, but they're made in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So, they're professionally made. They're sent to you in their own packaging with my company name on the invoice, you know, and all that stuff. These are, like, professionally made shirts.
0: Yeah, and if you follow us on um, Facebook, then you've probably seen where I've shared um, some of the new designs. I actually just ordered two shirts for myself the other day and got them here pretty quick. I mean, what, less than a week?
1: Yeah, about a week. And, And like I mentioned before, like... These are not a lot of the shirts you order online. You get them quick because they're already made and they're in a box just waiting for you to order this size, and then they go to that box labeled this size, and they grab the shirt and they send yeah. it. This one, you order it, and they get the shirt, and then they print it just for yeah, you. These and are send not it. mass produced; they're individually, no, they individually produced. printed shirts. And now they're now uh, tank tops and mm-hmm. beach towels.
0: Awesome stuff. I. I seriously, would have spent a ton more money ordering stuff if we had it, but there are some really cool things I do, on I do feel bad,
1: because you ordered all that, and then I lowered then the price. And then you lowered the
0: price. Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, for, but I did use the promo code before that was gone.
1: Yeah, oh, the uh, promo code, if you enter the promo code, MACAV, at the end, you get like 10% off. I took that off, uh, not because I'm trying to be a cheap ass, but because I lowered the prices, I lowered the price so much that if you took 10% off, I would ha- it would cost me money. Yeah. So that's how low I've made the prices on the shirts.
0: Yeah. So visit over there and order some shit. And when you order it and you get it, put it on and take a picture of it and send it to us. Yeah. Share it on our Facebook or our Twitter.
1: That'd be so cool.
0: Let us know what you think.
1: But that's all I got.
0: That's all I got too. So I guess... Uh,
1: Good job for hanging in there, guys.
0: Yeah. You guys get a gold star this week.
1: Especially you with the Hot Pocket, you did really good. (laughs) (laughs) You did great, look at you.
0: Look at you, eating and talking about bad shit. Mm. You might as well just join the medical profession.
1: Ham and cheese. And you took it down like a champ.
0: (laughs) I sit and look at gore all day long. Uh,
1: Erica, huh? This guy. This guy. Steve. Steve.
0: (laughs) We see you, Steve, with your Hot Pocket. Yeah.
1: Did Large Marge (laughs) send you. You're good.
0: <laughs> Pee-b.
1: Large you. That's a good movie.
0: Yeah. Alright. That's it. See you next time, guys. Take care. Thank you for listening. a little bit in my
1: mouth. Don't put that in the
0: podcast. That was a big burp.